Chapter Twenty of Workhouse Characters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Workhouse Characters by Margaret Nevinson. Chapter Twenty: An Alien. No, I ain't got it, ma'am. He says I'm a foreigner. I filled up the paper same as you told me, and then the gentleman called and asked for the birth certificate, same as you said he would. I ain't got it, I says. I suppose when I was born, children were too common and folks too busy to go twenty miles down the hillside to crow over a baby at Carlisle Town Hall. There were fifteen of us all told, and my father only a farm laborer. If he went abroad, the work stayed at home and he'd no time for gallivantin' with seventeen mouths to fill. But I've got my baptism here, all right. My mother was a pious body, and as soon as she could stand up, she went to be churched, and take the new stranger to be washed free of original sin in font water. Here's the date written on it, 1837. Here Queen Victoria began her most happy reign. You'll believe that, I suppose, in a parson's handwriting stands to reason i was born afore i was christened they couldn't put the cross on my forehead now could they till my face was out in the world silly talk i calls it so now don't say no more but pay me that five shillings and give me the book with the tickets same as other ladies you've lost your domicile he says don't know what that is i says married a foreigner he says well and if i did that ain't no business of yours my lad you weren't born nor thought of and he died afore you come near this wicked world he's been dead well nigh on fifty year so he didn't cross your path to worry you couldn't talk english i says as he talked a deal better than you i understood what he says and it can't make head nor tail of your silly talk my lad so there coverture no i ain't heard of that no nor naturalization either you go down and fetch up mrs nash she's a rare scholar she is such a one for her books and poetry perhaps she'll make sense of your long words for i can't i lived afore the school boards and all the schoolin i got i found out for myself sittin up in bed at night a teachin myself to read and write not as i think much of all the larnin myself the girls can't keep a ome together as we used and though the boys sit at the school desks a cipherin till they're grown young men they seem always had a work at the end of it i says yes yes you needn't hello my lad i am not deaf though i am old and grey-headed so i can't have the pension because fifty years ago i fell in love and married a steady young man who worked hard and knew how to treat his wife which aff you englishmen don't though he was a frenchman i tell you marriage don't matter husbands are come by chance sort of people you go a walk in the moonlight and you kisses each other and then afore you're clear in your mind you're standin at the altar and the better for worse curse a thunderin over you ah 
well poor alphonse didn't live long enough to get worse and his death made me a widow indeed and though i was only twenty-two and plenty of men came after me i never took none of em i didn't want no nasty bigamous troubles on the resurrection morning why should five years out of my seventy-two change me into a frenchy what counts is my father and mother and my childhood by helvelin i says i'm british born of british parents on british soil i never stirred from my land and i can't speak a word of nought but english so stop your silly talk my lad and then i says if my husband made me a frenchy ain't i english again by my sons it says in the book a woman shall be saved by childbearing two of em in the navy and one of em killed and buried at telekabir and a dozen grandsons or more a servant of her majesty in furrin parts yes i always say her majesty i've been used to the queen all my life and kings don't seem right in england somehow what stumps me is that you gone and paid a pension to that woman opposite now she's an alien and a foreigner if you like can't speak a word of english as a body can understand and she hates england always a-boastin' about germany and the emperor and their army and how they'll come and smash us to pieces she married an englishman so that makes her english heavens what rubbish why he died a few years after the weddin', and she's only been here a couple of years at the most i remember them coming quite well so she's english with her german tongue and her german ways just because she belonged for a couple of years to an english corpse in the cemetery and i with my english birth and life and sons am french because of my poor alphonse rotted to dust fifty years ago well england's a nice place for women a cruel stepdame to her daughters seems as if english girls had better get themselves born in another planet where people can behave decent like to them and not make it a crime and a sin at seventy for marrying nice young men who courted them at eighteen i pray as god will send a plague of boys in the land and never a girl amongst them so that the english people shall die out by their own wickedness or have to mate only with foreigners footnote since this monologue was spoken the old lady has received her pension by the order of september nineteen eleven twenty years of widowhood cleanse from alien pollution End of chapter twenty recording by john brandon